Welcome to the Dave and Lisa podcast. Well, it has been a weird and wacky week, just like last week. And Every week. Week before that, and week before that. Yeah, a lot of crazy, funny stories. One of my favorites, the guy that snuck into the baseball game, the Major League Baseball game, and started throwing stuff <laughs> out on the field. And they're like looking up in the stands. Like, which cardboard is throwing that? As soon as he would throw something, he would be real stiff like a cardboard do so that was that, that was pretty good that was I, I mean that would be fun to mm-hmm. sneak into a game and then you know i've seen some of that on the outdoor channel where guys uh they'll get like a decoy yeah and they'll hold it up in front of them and sneak up on a deer but you can get one of those decoy uh one of those cardboard cutouts and just walk around with it <laughs> <laughs> guy out in left feels like i swear dude i saw that I saw that cardboard guy move, man. I, I kn- swear I did. I know this is going to be hard to believe, but I've snuck into Energy Stadium once with no one in there, and it was the coolest thing ever. Did you have a cardboard cutout decoy? No, this was way before the whole COVID and cardboard cutouts. I will say, you are stealthy. <laughs> no one saw me, because there was no one there. <laughs> it's a lot easier to sneak in places when nobody's there. That's true. It's that's called true. breaking and entering. I'm kind of the... Qu- oh, yeah, never mind. That's a, I'm not good at that. That's a story for another time. <laughs> so I know that we've had this happen from time to time where we see these uh, these big-time designers selling, like, uh, tennis shoes that look really dirty or torn up skirts and shorts and stuff. Now Gucci is going to be selling these grass-stained overalls for $1,400. And it's funny you brought that up because I remember that story from earlier in the week. And check it out. I have these uh, diesel-stained pants. <laughs> and today and today only, I'm going to make you a deal for half price, $700. And if you look over here, if you look over here, you'll see where I sat down on an old burrito. <laughs> you sure that's a burrito? Yeah. I, I hope it's a burrito. <laughs> I left it there, you know. <laughs> I was going to charge extra, but I'm going to throw that burrito stain in absolutely free. No, I'll give you seven cents to never wear those again. Seven cents? Yeah. I don't have $700. We're in quarantine COVID times. All right. Make it a quarter and you got a deal. <laughs> a Actually, make it two quarters and I'll go wash them at the washeteria. <laughs> There was this big debate going on online uh, this week about dog pants, of how a dog should wear them. Like, should a dog put them on their back two legs, or should they be put on, like, all four legs? Who's debating that? I, I didn't see that. <laughs> we have different friends. <laughs> Obviously. Obviously. I think the back two legs uh, won out, because the front two are the arms, Obviously. <laughs> I swear. People that put pants and costumes on dogs need to quit. I got to figure out what Winston's going to be for Halloween this year. I'm not sure yet. It doesn't matter. You cannot. Okay, so this week the CDC says no trick-or-treating, no trunk-or-treating, which uh, we discussed earlier this week. When I was a kid, that was a major no-no. You never went up to a guy uh, who had candy in his trunk. Uh, Hey, kid. Want some candy? I've got some in my van. No, I'm good. Uh, but it's Snickers. Uh, my response to that was always, is it the like regular sized ones or the fun size? Because I'm not into the fun size. No costume parties. Nothing? No hay rides. No fall festivals. 
And no more toys! <laughs> no fun. We're just canceling Thank you, Halloween. Burgermeister. This is terrible. Yeah, it's. I hate uh, all this. So, as long as you're not having fun, as long as you stay in the house with the door shut and your mask on, six feet away from anybody, then it's okay. Okay. Now, did you hear about the uh, the car salesman that got kidnapped while going on a test drive this week? Yes, I did hear that. That's insane. Like, I guess they go on a test drive. The car salesman's finally like, dude, we need to go back. Wasn't there a TV commercial like that not long ago? Was there? Yeah, because the guy liked the car so much, he would never go back. Uh, so, yeah, the dude, that the sales that got kidnapped actually called 911. And the guy ended up turning the radio up so loud that they couldn't hear. What's that? Oh, you want to go back? Uh, let me get my manager. <laughs> I wonder where he lives now. I forgot. We'll find him, though. Don't worry. Uh, and as soon as I, yeah, we'll get back to you on that. Yeah, that's never a good idea. Don't do not do that. So I'm, I'm pretty darn excited about our, our interview this week, Dave. I swear. Who scheduled this interview? Well, last week you were making so much fun of me about loving boy bands because, duh, I do. I thought it would be great for us to interview A.J. McLean from the Backstreet Boys. From the Backstreet Boys? Yes, from the Backstreet Boys. He's on Dancing with the Stars right now. My very first concert was the Backstreet Boys. I am a huge, huge fan, so I thought this would be fun for me. <laughs> <laughs> so you remember last week when we uh we interviewed world champion uh calf roper joe beaver yes and you were like mm-hmm uh-huh mm-hmm i'm sorry i don't know a whole lot about rodeo and well i'm gonna get even with you this week <laughs> that's fine you sit back and relax i'll do all the talking you've been giddy all week long about this interview so um i'm glad you're you're gonna get to i, to I interview i feel AJ. like buddy the elf i'm so excited <laughs> Speaking of, when can we interview Buddy the Elf? That's who I want to interview. Mm, we'll see. It's close enough. Uh, we'll see. See if around Christmas time if we can get there. It's close enough. We'll try. We'll try. All right. It's time, though. The phone's ringing. For 27 years, A.J. McLean has been a part of the Backstreet Boys, and we have him now here on the show. How you doing, A.J.? I'm doing really well. How about yourself? Oh, we're doing well. We are so excited you could uh, take some time to call us. We know you've got to be super busy with all your preparing with Dancing with the Stars. Uh, a little bit. Uh, you know, I, I didn't really know what to expect uh, when we started the show. Uh, I did I did reach out to my, my bandmate, Nick, who did the show five years ago, and he's like, dude, there's no way to prepare you. <laughs> it, the schedule is pretty pretty nuts. Um, you know, try to get sleep whenever you can and, uh, always, always, always stretch because you're going to use parts of your body that you <laughs> never used before. And he couldn't be more right. You know, that was going to be my next question. Uh, it looks to me like it's, it's, it's gotta be pretty, uh, demanding physically. It's definitely, yes. Uh, you know, thankfully about six months ago when I knew that we were doing the show, um, I reached out to my to my longtime trainer who I hadn't seen in quite some time and said, bro, we have got to get me in the best shape of my life uh, to be conditioned for this, to just to be prepared. And thank God I did that because uh, I don't know if I'd be able to keep up with my partner, Cheryl, if, if I wasn't a little bit prepared. 
So I have to ask, AJ, <laughs> you know? how did this like come about? I know that the Backstreet Boys were kind of in the middle of their DNA world tour when I guess COVID hit and you guys had to cancel and reschedule all those dates. So did you just decide, hey, can't go on tour? I guess yeah. I'll go on Dancing with the Stars. Yeah, well, I mean, they, you know, the shows asked me to do the show quite a few times, but because of schedule, whether it was tour or our Las Vegas residency, it just never really worked out. Um, and then now, uh, when the, when the network decided that they were going to bring the show back, um, uh, you know, obviously safety first with, you know, COVID going on right now. Um, they asked me again and, and I said, absolutely. Um, you know, because this is a great way to, to bring some, bring some joy to people's lives every, you know, every single Monday night for two hours. Um, you know, especially when everyone's stuck at home, hopefully this bringing families and friends together, they can sit on the couch and you know, hop up and dance around with us. Oh, definitely. So. It is a lot of fun. I mean, this last week, it was so sweet, the song that you had dedicated to your wife. Now, I know next week is Disney Week. Are you going to be doing something for your daughters for Disney mm-hmm. Week? Yes, I am. Uh, we are doing the quick step, and uh, I will I will be Aladdin. So uh, I'm looking really forward to that. Aladdin is my all-time favorite Disney, Disney animated feature, and um, you know, anything that involves princesses, both my, both my princesses love. Um, so, uh, they've, they've, they've got their Jasmine outfits ready to go and <laughs> they're going to be rooting for, rooting for daddy. So, That's so I'm cute. excited. So you say you're going to do the quick step. I, I've often wondered, I mean, how much time do they give you? Okay. Do they say, okay, the, this week, the dance is going to be this. Have you come across a dance? You're like, what? I don't know. I, there's, I have no idea how to do that. Have you come across that yet? Um, since the season premiere, it's been like that. <laughs> uh, I've never done any of these before. Um, you know, uh, I mean, I've seen the show, I've seen the different dance styles, but to, to really put my feet into these shoes is been, it's been a challenge. You know I mean? I've, I've, I've literally had to reprogram what I've known for 30 years, which is more, more urban style dancing and a little bit more loose. Um, you know, like I said, there's parts of my body that I didn't know could hurt that hurt. Uh, my, my rotator cuffs are like, what the heck is going on? But, um, I will say so far out of all three dance styles that I've done, the quick step, it, I, I can tell you for a fact, is my favorite so far cool. um, because it's, it's really high energy. It's a, fun, it's a fun routine. It's a great song. Uh, and it's Disney week. I mean, you know, it's like Disney. It's the happiest place on earth. So this is going to be a really fun, a fun week. I cannot wait until we go live. Yeah, how can you not have fun on Disney Week? Now, now you mentioned Nick Carter, your bandmate. He was on a few seasons back, and he got second place. You know, no pressure at all. Uh, who do you think is your biggest competition? You know, um, I, I got to say, um, there's really, n- n- I, I, I kind of feel like it's any man or woman's game at this point because, you know, none of us are going to be true ballroom dancers. That takes years. Um it's really up to the judges and up to America to vote, um, you know, and it's, it's, it's really about the journey that each, that each of the celebs takes and really getting to know everybody different than what you know us for, whether actors or politicians or singers or dancers or, you know, athletes, um, you know, there's, there's, there's more to each of us than what the public knows. So, um, but there's some, there's some talent, man. I mean, I'm seeing, from you know, from my boy Nev to you know Carol to, to Carol Baskin. I mean, like it's just 
everybody's going out there and just leaving it all on the, on the uh, dance floor. So hats off to everybody. All right, so we've had two of the five Backstreet Boy members now on Dancing with the Stars. Who do you, who would you say out of you five is actually the best dancer? Um, oh wow! I mean, everyone's got their forte, but I think uh, probably me. Um, <laughs> only because I think I've been dancing. I well, I've been dancing probably the longest. Um, but I mean, all the all all my boys can can cut a rug really well. Um. <laughs> You know, Kevin actually used to teach ballroom dancing. So I think if if Kevin were in my shoes, he'd probably be picking these things up a little bit a little bit easier. So that's interesting. But, uh, yeah, all, all my friends are great. All right, so AJ, you've got this pretty messed up podcast that you're doing with your dance partner Cheryl Burke. How did that come about? Did you guys know that you were going to kind of team up and do this podcast, like as you started dancing or before the whole show even came about? Uh, how'd that start? Um, so actually. It, it, it was kind of two separate entities. Cheryl was already talking about doing a podcast, and my best friend and mentor for 20 years, Renee Elizondo, who's also a co-host on the show, uh, we were talking about doing a podcast. And once I found out that Cheryl was going to be my partner, we had all kind of gotten on a Zoom call together. That was my first time really, really talking to Cheryl. And we just hit it off, and we were like, look, let's, you know, let's, let's do this thing. And, you know, she's sober, I'm sober, my best friend is sober, and we've all got some pretty interesting stories um, that hopefully can inspire people out there. And by us, you know, sharing our experience, strength, and hope with, uh, with uh, you know, people that are, you know, listening to the show, that's what we're trying to do is just be vulnerable, raw, and real, and, you know, uh, hopefully spread a little joy to uh, people, especially now with, with this crazy world that we live in. So, so far, the show's been great. The feedback's been great. We just had our first guest. We had Mr. Mr. Jack Osborne on. And uh, my wife is going to be our next guest. So uh, it's going to be interesting. Hopefully awesome. she doesn't throw me under the bus too much. <laughs> Tune in to the Pretty Messed Up podcast. And I've got one more question for you, AJ, before we get out of here. I know you're used to performing in front of huge crowds of screaming fans. How weird is it to not have that audience in front of you dancing? You know, initially it was a bit of a challenge because I do feed off of the crowd's energy as I'm sure all of the pros do and all of the celebs do. But I will say after thinking about it on a bigger scale, like you really are performing on the, on the world's biggest stage because there's millions of people at home watching you live every Monday. So uh, it's just great to be on some kind of a stage at all right now until we can get back on the road, hopefully next year. Um, so this is the world's biggest stage, and I'm I'm loving every second. So, absolutely, you might yeah, not be able to see them. Hopefully, go the distance. <laughs> the fans are there, and they need a vote for you. Vote for AJ McLean on Dancing with the Stars for season 29. Tune yeah. into that pretty messed up podcast, AJ. We really appreciate you giving us a call today. Thank you, guys, and yes, please, everybody, vote. Uh, text AJ to two one five two three. Um, and uh, hopefully get uh, Cheryl and I moving on to week four. There you go. Good luck. Good luck. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it.